T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go to Darren on 670 The Score. Hello, Darren. How are you? I have somebody the White Sox really could use. Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, that's right. We had him. A generational talent for the next 10 years who has dealt for literally for garbage. It's Chris Ranji on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Literally garbage. Awesome. Oh, man. Fernando Tatis Jr., who is dealt literally for garbage. <laughs> literally garbage. Oh, I guess now he's right because uh, Webster, or was it Miriam, whatever the dictionary people, decided to make literally mean figuratively now, which is the stupidest thing ever. It is so, I hate it. I hate it. Just because people misuse the word literally does not mean you have to change it. So now literally, literally has no meaning. Anyway, uh, but that was awesome. I, I, people are still misusing it. And Fernando Tatis Jr., by the way, I'm Chris Ranji. This is The Score. This is Hit and Run. Cubs baseball is coming up in a little bit. 12.45, Matt Spiegel has the pregame show today. Zach and Ron have the call. Um, uh, a couple of things in, in terms of lineups for today. Andrew Vaughn is not in the White Sox lineup. He is out for today. Leori Garcia will play in left field. And Javier Baez is in the lineup for the Cubs today. He was off yesterday. He's had a really interesting time at the plate. The power is there. His ISO number is the best it's ever been in his career so far. But... He is swinging and missing at pitches in the zone. And it's just, I I would hope that it starts to even out for him a little bit because it looks, it doesn't look good right now. He's still producing slightly above National League average for a typical hitter, but um, it, it just doesn't look right. A lot of swings and misses, lots of strikeouts, um, not very many walks. His walk percentage is just over one. It's he, he's it, it's a it's a very unusual time for Javier Baez. And again, as I mentioned, Andrew Vaughn is not in the lineup for the White Sox, which I'm sure will make people extremely happy on the South Side. There is a rivalry in baseball that is just making me happy pretty much every time they play. They've played six times already this season. Every game has constant lead changes. Every game has been close. And there have been personalities 
to watch, to really pay attention to. And you heard uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, the caller from a moment ago, um, to Spiegel, saying that uh, Tatis, who was in the White Sox system uh, and was traded away for literal garbage, according to the caller, he was pretty special, and he is a special player. And last night, with Trevor Bauer pitching for the Dodgers, he did this. And this one is in the air to deep left field. Back goes A.J. Pollock. He is at the wall. And Fernando has left the building again. Fernando Tatis Jr. with two last night leads off game three tonight with another home run. You cannot do it any better than he is doing it right now. And then... There's a fly ball headed towards deep left center field. Back goes D.J. Peters at the wall. Nando's left the building again. Second home run of the night for Fernando Tatis Jr. Two last night, two tonight. 3-2 Padres. The meeting Bauer had with himself behind the mound did not work. The highlights from Bally Sports San Diego. A couple of things about the home runs. Not only were they both uh, just incredible by virtue of him doing it twice off Kershaw the night before and then two times last night off of Trevor Bauer. On each one of them, he mocked Bauer. On the first home run, as he's rounding first base, he turns around to his own dugout and covers up his right eye with his hand. You wonder why that might be significant. If you remember during spring training... Trevor Bauer telling people, and you could see it if you go back and watch some of the highlights, he was pitching with one eye closed, and he said it was to challenge himself. He said he's getting a little cocky. Trevor Bauer is a cocky player. And he decided to challenge himself by recording strikeouts and pitching against live-hitting other teams. Not, not It wasn't inter-squad or intra-squad. It was against other teams, and he was pitching with one eye closed. You know, like Michael Jordan, I guess, uh, shooting free throws with both eyes closed. Not exactly the same, but you get what I'm talking about. Well, he made a big deal about that. And here's Tatis just absolutely mocking him as a result. Awesome. And then what did he do on the second home run? As he's crossing home plate, he does that Trevor Bauer strut. Where he's kind of waving his arms out to the side. You'll know it when you see it. So Tatis twice gets Trevor Bauer twice, mocks him twice. Like, I mean, demonstratively. I mean, you could you could see it. It wasn't like he was trying to be subtle about it, and it was awesome. And maybe the best thing about it was not that Tatis did all of those things. And honestly, I know that people have, uh, there are varying opinions on Bauer whether or not you like him, and there, is, there are plenty of reasons to dislike him. He, 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 he comes off abrasive a lot of times. There's a, there's a social awkwardness with him. But the dude gets this, and he got it right talking about Tatis after the game last night. Yeah, he did it in the first. I didn't see it because I was paying attention to doing my job. And then he did it again when he homered off me again later in the game. Their dugout was doing it, um, and I, I like it. I, I think that pitchers who have that done to them and 
react by throwing at people or, you know, getting upset and hitting people or whatever. I think, uh, I think it's pretty soft. Um, if you give up a homer, a guy should celebrate it. You know, he, it's hard to hit in the big leagues. Uh, so I'm all for it. And I think it's, it's important that, you know, the game moves in that direction and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field. Uh, another one of those moments today, I got uh, Hosmer on a, a curveball in the dirt and hit him with a sword celebration. And the next at bat, he hit a curveball at my face and gave me the sword celebration at first. And we kind of laughed about it, and we've got a little history together. We played against each other for many years, and that's what it, that's what it is to be a competitor, you know? Like, I'm going to go at you, and I'm going to get you sometimes, and then you're, you're going to get me sometimes. So we can have fun, and we can celebrate it while we're still competing at the highest level. And uh, I just thought that was an important note tonight. Trevor Bauer can be a walking eye roll. There are a lot of times where he says or does something, and he makes you your your eyes roll back into your head because it's just so like I don't even know if there's a good word for it. I think the description for what Trevor Bauer does it should just be Trevor Bauer. Like that was so Trevor Bauer, if that makes sense. And he does that a lot. However, what he said there in that minute worth of talking could not be more right. It is it is 100% the the absolute right way to look at pitchers versus hitters, to look at hitters celebrating a home run, to look at Tim Anderson with his bat flips whenever he gets a hold of one. And, you know, some pitchers get salty about it. Bauer's got the right attitude. He has, in fact, I would say about this, he has a perfect attitude. And if every pitcher had that, look, we could just have guys showing each other up all the time. And it's entertaining. It's fun. It It's making that rivalry more fun. Now, when Bauer pitches against the Padres, like, you're going to watch Dodgers-Padres anyway. But when Bauer is pitching and Tatis is in the lineup, you're really going to pay attention. You're, you're making sure that you're not going to the kitchen when Tatis is up to the plate and Bauer is pitching. You want to see what happens. Like I, I think he could not have handled that any better. And pitchers around baseball should take note of that. They should, they should look at the way Bauer has responded. To, he, he said it. He said, look, uh, you should celebrate. When you do something like that, it's hard to hit a home run in Major League Baseball. And if you get me, this is the this is the reigning Cy Young winner who's who's advocating for hitters to do something like that. And I think it is awesome. And I wish more pitchers saw it the way Trevor Bauer does. It's awesome. And then also, like, I think it's so cool because you see the first five games between these teams and like they were so competitive and close Mm -hmm. games. And now it's like, okay, we've gotten a feel for each other. And now we're going to have fun and we're going to make this like a real rivalry where there's going to be bad blood. And thankfully, in, you know, a a level headed way, at least right now. and, And I here's what I want baseball to be. I want the rivalries to be such that you don't have to have brawls on the field in order for the rivalry to be intense and for it to be fun and for it to be heated. Like when we talk about a heated rivalry between teams, we're almost always referring to teams that like to fight a lot 
And that's not what, I mean, fine, there's a fight on the field and it's interesting sometimes, I guess. But this is way more interesting. Those two guys, two of the best in the game, having moments against each other, that is is way more interesting than two teams that start beanball wars and want to punch each other in the face. I mean, that's that's cool too, I guess, you know, that they that they hate each other that much. But this is a fun rivalry. Like that if if it were look, in the NBA, one of the things that makes basketball a lot of fun is that dudes are crap talking each other on the court and then showing each other up when they do something cool like when Steph is hitting from 30 feet every every shot he takes and you know uh, uh, Anthony Edwards is dunking all over somebody else and then you know posing after it's it's done like that's awesome and there are no fights they don't punch each other after the fact I mean there can be a fight every now and then but it's it's not like in baseball where they they, they get salty about it and they get soft about it like Bauer said, you know, he he thinks it's soft when pitchers get upset that a, a guy hits a home run off them and might celebrate a little bit. The, the game of baseball is so much more better. So much more better? Is so much better. Yeah, we'll go with it. When players feel free to do that, when they feel free to be able to, to have some kind of emotion on the field and it'll really be good when pitchers get the memo, like when pitcher, pitchers start to get on board with that idea, that's when everything will, I think, really turn in a positive direction for the sport. And it's starting to go that way. You know, the bat flips are more and more, um, I, I think, accepted by people. You don't hear the word or the phrase showing him up very much anymore because stuff like that is is fun. And, and people like it generally when they watch. And Bauer gets it. And I hope pitchers around baseball start to get it because that's awesome. That is that is way more entertaining than two teams wanting to fight each other. It just is. It's it's amazing. I love it. And I cannot wait for the other, I guess it's 16 games that the two teams are going to play. Is that correct? I think it's 16. It's a lot. They've already, Well, no, I'm sorry. It would be 13 games that they've got to go against each other. That is a tremendous rivalry, and it is the most intriguing rivalry. If you're just watching baseball without a rooting interest, it is the most intriguing rivalry in the sport right now. There's a pretty good rivalry happening at Wrigley Field with the Cubs and the Brewers. That game will be played here on the score. 12.45, Spiegel has the pregame show. Uh, Zach and Ron have the call of the game. We'll hope you'll... Stick around for that. We can get to some phone calls before we wrap things up here, before the end of Hit and Run. 312-644-6767. If you would like to visit with us, um, we would love to have you as we broadcast live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. I'm Chris Ranji, in for Speaks on Hit and Run on the Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 2-1 is the count. John Lester to Kyle Lewis. One away in the first. J.P. Crawford on first. A swing and a miss. Crawford is going and he's going to be dead. Oh, jeez. That is the worst possible outcome trying to steal a base. Being dead. We've got to play at the plate. Descalso is going to be dead. Oh, no. Spiegel... I, I, Spiegel's got the fifth inning this afternoon. Let's just hope he doesn't kill any players. Let these people live, man. Yeah, they might screw up in a moment, but they don't deserve death because of it. Don't be killing any Cubs or Brewers today. Good vibes, man. Good vibes only, my friend. Uh, Spiegel does have the pre- and post-game shows today. And he'll get to call the fifth inning. As I mentioned earlier, Zach and Ron have the call. Cubs, Brewers, 1245 is the pregame. The 121st pitch is upcoming. And the one big thing from the lineup today regarding the Cubs, well, two things. Nico Horner is back in, as I'm sure you're interested to know. And Javier Baez is back in the lineup. For the White Sox, uh, Leori Garcia will play in left field as Javier, or excuse me, Javier Baez. Um, he will play in left field as Andrew Vaughn is going to sit today. Well, at least he's not going to start today after starting the last three games that the White Sox have played. They had the two off days on Wednesday and Thursday, but he played Tuesday, Friday, and he played yesterday as well. Maybe he gets in as a pinch hitter late in the game. The number is 312-644-6767. Might have a moment or two to get to a phone call if you choose to visit with us. Uh, Plenty of text messages have come in as well. And uh, this text message does not really seem to like the idea of Tatis and Bauer having their little thing. Here it is from the uh, uh, 630. I think it was a 630, right? Oh, I've lost the text. Nope, we're back as an 847. It says, pitchers throwing to hitters is never appropriate, or at hitters is never appropriate. However, I think you're missing the big point. Tatis celebrated two home runs, and that's all we're talking about. The Padres lost. So really, it was more about me versus me. I don't agree with that at all. I, I, I don't think, first of all, I'm missing the point at all. I get the point. I just think that that one-on-one battle is entertaining, and it's interesting now. And let's not kid ourselves. Baseball 
the majority of baseball is one-on-one. Batter versus pitcher. Batter versus pitcher. It's it's not it's a team sport, but there is so much individuality in the team sport of baseball. So 90% of the game is one-on-one. So why shouldn't there be a little me versus me? Why why shouldn't there be a little celebrating on a home run because you beat the other guy in that moment? You didn't beat the defense. I mean, I I guess if you hit a line drive or something uh, into the gap, kind of. But you're really just beating the pitcher. And if you hit a home run, you're definitely beating the pitcher. So I think there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, it's baseball has been for so long the one sport that people want you to just put your head down and do your job and run to first and, you know, don't show anybody up. But we're moving away from that. And I think it's wonderful. I think the sport is so much more fun when people are allowed to have personality and allowed to do stuff like T.A. does when he bat flips or when he uh, steals a base and he's shouting, woo, you know, like, and you can hear it. Like, I, I, I think it's awesome. It's awesome that players show emotion on the field. And guess what? It makes people interested. Like you, as a baseball diehard, may not like it because you're used to it being a certain way for so long. But younger people, people who are more casual about watching the sport, they love it. They overwhelmingly love it. Well, and, and that's also like when they play next time. Next time, Bauer and and Tatis you're gonna go watch. up against you. You're gonna watch. They're, gonna I watch. mean, if, if if it's in September and the Cubs are under 500, you're not going to watch them take on the Pirates. No, you're going to turn on Trevor Bauer versus Fernando Tatis Jr. because of what might happen. Well, you should absolutely be listening to the Cubs on the Odyssey app that you download for free. And uh, regardless if they are good or not, you, you should do that if it is September and uh, they are well under 500. Um, Odyssey.com. And yeah, you can listen to the games on Odyssey now. But... You're right. People, people, there's going to be added intrigue when those two teams, there is anyway because the Padres and Dodgers are supposed to be battling all year for, for the National League West. But now you have, you have personality involved and injected into the mix. And it's not just two really good teams going at each other and, you know, heads down and doing their jobs. Now, it's it's guys exhibiting emotion. People like that. And whether or not you like it, there's a recognition that you, you, you kind of have to start welcoming that if you're Major League Baseball because you have to entice a whole new generation of people to want to watch your sport. You don't want it to be boring. That stuff is exciting. It is the opposite of boring. That stuff is fun. And... That's the kind of thing that will make younger people watch and maybe decide to stick with the sport for the next 40, 50, 60 years of their life. And that's what that's what MLB has got to think about doing. And I, I love it. I think it, it does nothing but add to the rivalry that's already there. Two good teams and you have a little bit of showmanship. I'm all on board with that. Do you think the White Sox are the best team in the American League? Because Eric Karros does. 
The White Sox are, I, I think they are the best team in the American League. I, I do believe that. The record yeah. may not indicate it. They're not playing, quote, to their potential offensively. Look, at they, they haven't done it yet. But here, Madrigal, I mean, he's battling right there. They win a game here that, look at their head. It looks like they're going to win. And then, oh, that home run. And, and you can just go, oh, man, the air goes out. But they battle. They're fortunate that they're in the American League Central. Nobody's, you know, running away with anything. Nobody's got off to a real hot start. So they're, they're going to be fine. They've got all the pieces. Now, are they clicking right now? No, but they're over 500. They're right where they need to be. And again, they haven't had the offense. You know, there have been some hiccups in the bullpen, but for me, they're still, they are the team in the American League. And, and where Karos misses, and by the way, that was from FS1 after the game last night. The Sox do actually have, uh, they, they've been okay offensively as far as wins above replacement goes. They're third in the American League right now. Um, in WRC+, Plus, they are third. No, I scratched that, they're fourth. But they've still been a pretty competent offense, but, and they're doing it without Eloy Jimenez. And they're doing it without Jose Abreu really contributing yet. He just, he hasn't. He had the two-homer game earlier in the week, but he just hasn't been the MVP Abreu. And I think ultimately that's going to come. But are they the best team in the American League? You can make an argument for it. There are some surprise teams, like Boston is, I think, surprising everybody with the way they're playing so far. And what they're doing really well, by the way, is they're, they're, they're hitting for power. Their ISO number is at 181, which is the best in the American League. And they're not striking out a ton. Like, they're, they're doing pretty well at making contact. They have the third lowest strikeout percentage of any other team in the league. And the White Sox have the fourth. Sox are doing a pretty good job of not striking out. A perfect example of that is the hero from last night's game, in Nick Madrigal, who had the 0-2 count and ended up driving in the game winner against Texas. They will try to sweep that series today, and um, a pretty good opportunity to do it. Michael Kopech is going to start the game. Lucas Giolito, of course, has been pushed back. He's got that uh, finger cut that apparently he was trying to open a bottle that was not a twist-off. you got to be careful with bottles, man. you got to read the... Read the, the, the directions. You're going to wind up cutting your finger. 312-644-6767. Let's see if we can get to a quick call before we say goodbye today. Mike in Rock Falls is with us. Hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. I just wanted to make a comment about what I've been thinking about baseball players for like about the last 10, 20 years is that to me, they're the biggest crybabies the biggest wimps of the four major sports that I watch anyway, basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Uh, they're always whining and crying about something. They're some of the highest paid athletes. They buff up and hit the weight room like they're going to into MMA. Yet uh, they just, they whine about weather. Like I told the guy, the producer, you got a relief pitcher that goes out and pitches 13 pitches and two outings. And then the third day, Maybe he's going for a sweep, but, oh, he's not available because, well, he pitched two days in a row, 13 pitches. Uh, just the whole way baseball has gone and what they do is has turned me off over about the last 10, 15 years. So, okay. that, I mean, that, 
And maybe that's why they fight because they're trying to make up for their, you know, small feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably it, Mike. Oh, God. Mike, thanks for the call. Uh, (laughs) The hell was that? Uh, So, and here's the here's the thing about what he just said. There's a lot of insanity in all that, but there is a bit of truth that I think that that some and usually it's pitchers. Uh, there's some that some of them can be really sensitive, and it's not always pitchers, but they don't like. We were talking about Trevor Bauer and Tatis. Most pitchers don't respond the way he responded to Tatis hitting two homers off him and showing him up both times. He didn't, he didn't respond all sensitive-like. He said, hey, that's what the T should do against me. Good for him. I think there could be some sensitivity there. But I don't think we have time to get into the whole uh, thing about relievers and why they only throw 13 pitches and then come back the next day and throw 13 more and then don't throw seven straight days. I think the rest of us kind of figured that out. But Mike, I appreciate the phone call. I want to thank our guests today what a what a way to end a show dan zimborski james fegan bruce levine gordon wittenmeyer for joining us here on uh on hit and run i'm chris ronji in for matt spiegel i think i'm back next sunday for speaks who by the way has the pregame show for the cubs coming up in just a matter of minutes they will take on the brewers we've got the broadcast here zach and ron have the call cubs brewers Coming up, Sean Anderson producing the show. Damn it, Sean. Sean Anderson producing the show. Thank you, Sean. Great job today. Have a wonderful Sunday afternoon. Cubs Brewers coming up next. Very athletic DH in this situation, Kyle Lewis, but he is certainly a threat to run if the Mariners are feeling sassy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.